about something, bro. I didn't even know we was talking about. We just, you just be hitting go. Yeah. Set my feet. You just be like, go. Alright, you right, you right. <laughs> Hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by my good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka El Cap, aka Capslock, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka the Segway King. We're gonna keep it short tonight because we have a guest in the building. I um met this good brother. At a showcase here in our dear city of Jersey City. Shout out to uh, True and Living. Shout out to Beats and Bars. Got my good brother Scythe 360 in the building. What's up, bro? Hey, man. I'm chilling, man. I am chilling. How you? I'm good, man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure having you here. I met Scythe um, a couple months back. Maybe even last year. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. But I met Scythe at a showcase and... He did this song called Duce that just shook my fucking block. And I immediately had to talk to him, say what's up. And he, we spoke, exchanged information, and he's just telling me about all this other cool shit that he does, that we're, which we're going to get into. But I just want to thank you for coming out. Um, we've been trying to set this up for a while, so I'm finally glad that you're here. But before we get into that, church announcements. Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at So What Game CEO on IG for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, or tell a friend, and all that good shit like that there. Now, Scythe. And you, um, for those who don't know Scythe, let me, let me give you a proper introduction. I'm just like, I got you. Hold on. If you don't know Scythe, if you're from Jersey City, you should know who Scythe is. If you don't know who he is, you know someone who knows of him. Scythe is an artist, he's an author, screenwriter, journalist. Uh, am I missing anything? Actor. Oh, shit. Look, yeah. I'm missing shit. Actor. <laughs> um, Saif is a super talented brother that um, I'm very lucky to have the pleasure of meeting and just having the time to talk to. Um, now, most notably, you're known for your music. And you was telling before we started recording that you're dropping a project every month until the end of the year? Yeah, until the end of the year. Shit. And it started in January. I just dropped the last project uh, on the 31st. Okay, so let's, let's, because that's a feat in itself. So, we got to go back to the beginning, because <laughs> that's always important. 
Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from Jersey City, born and raised. I ain't, I ain't been no other place. Where? I spent summers in Baltimore. Shout out to BMO. Jersey City. All right, what block specifically? Uh, I grew up on Wegman. Okay. But I lived on Belmont. <clears throat> Got my stones on Fulton, so it was like. Okay. Pretty much, pretty much hill. The hill. Midtown. Mm-hmm. When did you start making music? Was okay. Better question. Was writing first or was music first? Uh, it was it was it was art first. I was drawing. Okay. And then it felt like everybody wanted me to draw, and I didn't want to draw no more. Mm. So my cousin, God bless the dead, Dutch Master, mm. he he was rapping, and he was like, "Yeah, I think you can do it." I said, "All right." So from there, we was I want to say eleven. Uh-huh. Uh, by the time we was thirteen, we had a we had an offer. Okay. It was it was some local Jersey City. I I don't, I don't remember who it was honestly, but we were smart enough to get a lawyer. Like our parents, like smart enough to get us lawyers. That's that's actually very smart. The lawyer said the best thing you could do with this contract is rip it up. Because uh-huh. we wasn't seeing no money, basically like. The, the company itself would have took all the money. We wouldn't have got no writing credits. They they would have wrote all our records. Well, yeah, yeah, I would have been in like a 360 yeah, deal or some shit. This uh. is <laughs> 94. Uh. So, yeah. So, what, okay. So, what was the music scene in Jersey City back, like, back then? Uh, like, around that time, I ain't know too many artists. That, mm. that were, were even doing it And even after that situation I didn't rap again Until I was like a junior In high school Like my senior year of high school Who you go to high school? I went to Lincoln Okay, shout out to Lincoln So Like 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 my senior year I, I, I kind of got back into it I reconnected with a cousin And we started a group And we would we would go to Lincoln and just terrorize Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and at the time, it was a whole bunch of artists mm-hmm. that that were really trying to do it. Like the pharmacy. Shout out to I remember there. that. I remember that. Um, I got a, a funny story about like like Joe Buttons. Mm. First time I met him, his name was Mouse. Seen him yeah. in Lincoln all the time. Very very quickly for those of you outside of Jersey City. Most of you know, or you should know, Joe Button is from Jersey City, but we don't call him Joe Button. He, he's known as Mouse in the city. When he was running around rapping with people, everyone knew him as Mouse. So he became Joe Button once he got famous, but proceed. <laughs> so it's the cypher outside. It's about 15 artists. Uh-huh. Everybody rapping. Everybody rapping. I swear to God, this nigga like parted the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just came walking strolling casually. I'm like, I, I seen him in school. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he do, but everybody else, I guess they know who he is. Mm-hmm. So the cipher went from 15 artists to me, my cousin Kai, and Joe Buttons. Okay. So we try to jump this nigga. I know all my cousin rhymes. <laughs> he know all my rhymes. So right. he do my ad libs. So right, it's right. like, yo, we we probably did like eight rounds. Joe, he ain't, nigga ain't back there. Ain't like he was phasing nothing. Then he did, he said a line. 
one line just stopped the whole cycle. And the nigga said some shit, like, some shit like, I'm like a Christmas tree. I just chill and let my balls hang. Uh. Crowd went crazy. <laughs> we shook hands. I was like, yo, this nigga, what, what the fuck is that? Right, right. What kind of bar is that? Right. And then we did some other shit where we bumped into him when we was doing uh, unsung artist shit with Kenny Ken. This mm-hmm. is when he was dropping like VHS tapes. This is before Smack and before all that. He was doing that shit. Right. So it was a session, and my group and Joe Buttons was the only niggas from Jersey City, and we was in BK. Okay. Whole bunch of BK artists going crazy. So again, he chilling. All he doing is drinking mad Pepsis. Mm-hmm. See, like, I'm trying to stop smoking, so I just drink mad Pepsi. Like, like all right, so nigga in the booth. All the New York niggas, they went. He get in the booth. He said some shit like, niggas no fucked up, like sex on the ceiling. I was mm. like, yo, this nigga is crazy. Mm. Nobody wanted to go behind that nigga mm. except me. I went right behind. I, I ain't, man, y'all niggas is crazy. Like, right, he right, said right. a dope line. like, But it was like that, that. I always had that in me, like I just wasn't, I wasn't scared. Like I ain't care if y'all think it was whack. I'm, I'm going. You know what I'm saying? So and then that, you know what? And I, I love stories like that because that's like an element that's not like people are like niggas is not going to other people's blocks to rap anymore. Yeah, man, that shit was like if you think you nice, fucking E double. E Double was the hottest Ooh, DJ in the city. E Double, you had to get on the E Double mixtape. Yeah. E Double told my group, only way you get on my mixtape is if you uh you gotta battle the wrong. Mm. This is uh 7:30. Uh, uh, who was it? Thriller ain't show up. Okay. Them niggas was like them niggas was on every E Double mixtape, and them niggas is nice. Mm-hmm. Right there on Fulton Jackson, niggas pulled up. We was on the next two E double mixing. Oh shit. I promise you. I'm not gonna say we won or we lost, but we was on the next E double like we was on uh double platinum mm-hmm. twenty nine and double platinum three. I still yeah. remember that shit. Yeah, that was that was like a rite of passage back then. Like you had to cause you ne- you would never know when you were running to a rapper and they'd be like, Yo, what you got? Wow. And I remember watching like people running up like yo who rap around here who nice I kind of missed them days I ain't gonna hold you like that shit was that shit was different that shit was different it was, it was training man it was training that's all I was yo that shit was training that and it was like from there it's like even performing man I don't perform in front of two people mm-hmm. and I get in the same show as I perform in front of two thousand people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying cause it's like my nigga, I don't care who in the show, you gonna hear what I'm saying today. Like, right, right. That be my purpose. Nah, that's that's keeping that same energy, man. That's real. So like, just you having that background, it kind of made you, like you said, it was training. Like it kind of made you into a warrior for real. Yeah. Like you really a gladiator going wherever, battling whoever, just to tell people like, yo, I'm nice too. And then I was in a group, and I ain't feel like I was the, like I ain't feel like I was the nicest in the group. Mm-hmm. So it felt like I was battling to even keep up with them. You know what I'm saying? What's the name of your? What was the name of your group? Name of the group was Major League. Shit. Okay. You bring back all types of memories. Damn. Yeah. Major League. We had the uh, we had the shirts. 
Uh-huh. We had like we was like we was like we was wilding, you know? Like uh-huh. we were it was at a point where we would pop up out of school and niggas have a cipher, they'd turn their radio off and, and, and walk off, yo. Like, nah, we ain't doing this today. See, that's 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 a major level of respect that is like I was saying before, like I kind of feel like it's missing right now with a lot of like newer artists because it, it, it keeps your sword sharp. Just being able to be like, yo, I could walk up on anybody and I got 16 for anybody. Word. And I think that's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that needs to be something that's, I don't know how or if we can bring it back, but I do miss that a lot. I miss that a lot. Because what it is now, like everybody got access to studios now. Right. So nobody feels as though they go yelling a mic and then play it for somebody. Right. Because to, to a point right now, like, I don't have no throwaway rhymes. Every rhyme I write, I record. Uh. Everything I record, come out. Uh. I started that with the pandemic. Like, when the pandemic first happened, I had, like, 70 songs I never released. So I, I released songs from 2007 to 2019, uh. and I didn't record nothing. But that was me clearing the deck. You okay. know what I'm saying? And I called it art. It was an art series. It's art one, two, and three. And then I did a beat tape because I do beats too. Okay. So I, I just released all that. And I'm like, all right, I'm clearing the deck. Then that's when I did Corner Store Conversations. Right. And I think that album helped me find my sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's what I that's when I kind of got in tune with you, with the Corner Store joint. Word. Because that was like, oh, all right. Because I was telling, I forgot who was in here. I was telling them, like, Jersey City rappers, like, they spit pain. Like, because cause our environment is what it is. Like, the people who are really, really from here and been through it, like, that that pain is in their music. Or the, the, the introspection and all that. And I hear that in your music. So that's why when I heard it, I'm just like, yeah, this he he, he been around a little bit. You know, even it's like, through the years... Cause I was in the group for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then once I, I went solo, I did an album called Last Man Standing. But that album got overshadowed because I put that out, I put my first book out, and I put a soundtrack out with my book. So that shit kind of got lost in the shuffle. And mm-hmm. niggas yeah. actually, I, I sold more books than I sold CDs ever. Okay, see that's and that's what I wanted to get to, right? So you doing music, you out here terrorizing people in the street when did you get the idea like yo I'm gonna write a book yeah I was doing security and off hours like when I'm doing that I just write rhymes I write mm-hmm. rhymes so one day yo this day was crazy I almost set a building on fire and everything wait say what yeah check it right so all day long. Wait, hold on. Statues of limitations is up on that, right? Yeah, they ain't got no problems, right? All right, let's I make sure. it sure. I saved it. All right, I cool. It. I don't want to jam you up. I don't want you saying nothing incriminating. Um, ain't, ain't nothing happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out there, shit, all day long, mad workers. So I got I got mad weed, but I can't smoke. It's, I got to secure the place. So after everybody leave. Yo, why all security guards like, got weed on them? Yeah, That's funny shit. God. And I was in the boondies. I, I was like. Like an hour away. Okay. But I still was in Jersey. I don't know where I was at. Right. So, so I'm out right. there now. So now I gotta just hold the building down until midnight. Mm-hmm. Then I got a guard coming, going to relieve me. And my cut, that's my cousin. So I would have weed for him too. He ain't know how to roll, so I would roll his shit up and have him shit weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, 
everybody leave. I'm like, all right, now it's time to get busy. It's time to write these rhymes. Uh-huh. I don't got no light. So now I'm searching the building. I see niggas smoking all day long. I found the book of matches. She had two matches in it. Uh-huh. So the first match I lit went out immediately. Because uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to smoke by the back door immediately. So I'm like, this shit can't happen again because I only got one motherfucker. So I'm like, yo. Desperate times right now. I'm going to roll up this paper. I'm going to light this paper and use this shit as a torch. Yo, that shit took immediately. That's woof. And the shit just started flying and flapping. So I'm stomping out fire and shit. I'm like, oh, man. So now, I'm, I'm, it's funny. I'm frustrated. And I'm like, damn. So I walk, keep walk, keep walking. Found the full buck. Full book of matches. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, you know what? I'm just going to smoke in the principal office, yo, because it's something I always wanted to do. That's what I did. I smoked in the principal office. Yo, just... look at the, the look at the limps <laughs> that niggas would go through to get high. This is crazy. Yo, now, word. So, then I came out. So, I'm like, I'm about to write my rhyme. So, the first line in my very first book was supposed to be the first rhyme of my line. Mm-hmm. But... I just kept writing, and and now I wrote like 22 pages just sitting there. And then my cousin came, and I'm telling him, trying to tell him, like, yo, I just did the shit. Like, he like, man, man, fuck that. Yo, you, you got the weed. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> nigga, I just wrote a book. What you asking for the weed for? Forward, <laughs> six months later, I find the paper. I said, oh shit, I forgot I did this. Mm-hmm. I just started typing that shit. When I, when I finished it, I, it took me like, I want to say like nine months. Nine months. I was published in a month and a half. So I'm like, yeah, I've been doing music all this time. Well, from that point, from I see from 94 to 2007 when I dropped my first book. And I'm like, man, like, and I get published straight off the bat. Like, right. this, this must be it. So dropped that first book. Deal was okay. Uh-huh. I don't like because I signed it. Right. Wrong. Right. I signed it, so it is what it is. Right. So when I went to release my second book, like I, I just stopped rapping. It's like yo, I'm just gonna be a, a fucking writer because I'm seeing success this way. Right. I'm meeting new people. People are looking at me differently instead of saying, "Oh, you rap too." They like, "Oh, you are you a writer?" Right. So it's like the love was different. So right. I'm like I might do this. So I penned my second book. Wait, hold on. Before what was the first book called? Gotta get out. Gotta get out. Okay. Then I did a sequel called Pulling Me Back. And the premise of my sequel was I everybody in Gotta Get Out, if they made it out, I wanted them to stay out. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm gonna do a sequel where it's a spin-off from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And I did that. Like it's a, you my second book pulling me back. So quadruple with my first book so uh. and everybody think pulling me back is my first book and pulling me back was actually the first book I published myself now with with pulling me back what is like is that just kind of a story about the environment like what is it about yeah, like gotta get out I, I I could break it down gotta get out was a book about a character named Sife who's an artist uh-huh. who's in the street who got shot, who decided to change his life around. That sounds very autobiographical. Yeah, but I ain't never get shot. Oh, so okay, it, right. It's Close a enough. book. It's fiction. Okay. You know what I mean? So, 
so so he he um he arranges to pull himself out the game, but he meets enemies along the way. Uh-huh. He does a big show, and like everybody get busted except him and his crew, because uh-huh. everybody was done. Everybody was really about music. Uh-huh. So pulling me back just takes a character I introduced at the end of that book, and it was a guy named Reddy. Reddy was like. His name is Reddy. Mm-hmm. He's Reddy, he's about, he's just about it. He with it. So, I took him and a character, a new character I created, Brooke. They were best friends, and Brooke basically took a body for Reddy. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't in Gotta Get Out because he was locked up. Right. So it was, now it's their story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fifty need to sign you, bro. You got a whole, you got a whole yeah, multiverse going on for real. Man, them books, man. I got, I got 150 scripts. So what is what is your um, inspiration behind writing? Because, like like you mentioned earlier, like people look at you different because you're like, oh, you're a writer, and I ain't gonna hold you. I kind of like when you mention you write, that's what kind of like piqued my interest because I'm like, you nice with music, like oh shit, you write too, because it's you know that is not that isn't something that people who look like us from our environment that's not something they like gravitate towards Mm -hmm. you know we got a handful of options you do music you play sports or you sell dope like it's not a lot of options so for you as someone in this environment who grew up in this environment to be like yo i'm all right that is something that's like i can understand why people be like wait let me see what you got going on Mm -hmm. because that's not common and then you being good on top of that is really like wait hold on let me see what you got going on so what is what was that inspiration like are you just pulling from real life experiences is your imagination that vivid like a bit of both but also it the worst thing you could do is tell me that i can't okay so my first book i had a literary agent and he like yo you need to stay urban. You need to stay urban. It's urban word. is going to sell. And urban is this, that, and the third. And I'm like, but I think bigger than urban. Okay. So he's like, you got to know your core fan base. And, and women are your core fan base. And they like these type of books. And, but then when I'm out selling books, a lot of men buy my books too. Mm. It's 50-50. Okay. So I'm like, they just want you to think that we don't read. But a lot of people read. So, do you read? Do you read a lot? Yeah, like I. And the crazy, crazy thing is, I didn't until I was like twenty-two. I ain't read nothing. Mm. Like I would, like my mother would read the books. Mm-hmm. Like for book reports, I gave it to her. She mm-hmm. was a reader, and she, I give it to her. She tell me what it's about. I do my book report. Okay. Shout so, to moms. One day she had this book called True to the Game. She like, hey, you gotta read this. I said, Mom, I wanna read that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't man, get, man, get that out of here Right <laughs> So she's like Yo I'm telling you Read it So one day I go in the bathroom I just take the book With me in the bathroom I stayed in that bathroom For an hour and a half Yo <laughs> That's that's You get some yo, great reading In the bathroom boy Yo the bathroom Is my office yo. I tell yeah. people that All the time Yeah yo. you get so much Work done in the bathroom yo, <laughs> I completed about Four books in the bathroom Damn. Two in the morning Cause it's the only Quiet place Know what I mean, like I, I had kids at 26, mm-hmm. so I think my first book came out when I had my first kid. 
So it was like, it was always kind of chaos right. during the day. So I can only write at night, two, three in the morning, and right. I don't want to wake nobody up. So I'm in the bathroom. So I kind of got used to just being in the bathroom. Right. So, but the inspiration with writing was just, he, he just was like, yo, stay urban. So I did pulling me back. Then I was like, yo, I got to do something different. Mm -hmm. So I did my first horror. And it's just called, uh, oh yeah, yeah, um, did my first horror. And I put that out on Halloween just to see if I can do it. Mm -hmm. And people, they, they loved it. I was like, ah, that's crazy. What's the name of the horror book? The uh, name of the book was... That's, that's nah, you good. Nah, that's crazy that okay. you Yeah, I got I got eighteen, man. Eighteen books yeah, I got 18, published. Man. And they all not urban for you Definitely bo not. bozos listening. It's not just urban street Definitely shit. Not. So relax. I got I got a, a romantic comedy out here, man. I got children books, I got cookbooks. Nice. The devil's inside us. That's the horror joint? That's the horror joint. Then right after that, I did this book called Dirty Sheets, and that was like a, a, my first thriller. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it was kind of like a spinoff of Gotta Get Out, Pulling Me Back. It was like I wanted to wrap up. Mm -hmm. So again, it was just a character will appear to mm -hmm. make it, but it was a story about this, this young kid, and he got turned out, turned out, and he became a gigolo. Shit, he found out he had AIDS. Shit. So he wanted to find out who gave him AIDS and he was killing them. So uh -huh. he just was killing women through the book. This dirty sheets. This dirty sheets. Shit, hard as hell. Damn. And he finds out. Netflix, are y'all listening? He yeah. finds out. See, I hate giving spoilers, but man, like, you still got to read it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a pitch. It, it's, it's, so after, after I dropped that, then people was like, yo, you you a real writer. I was like, alright. I got something else for you. So I got big on like like murder mysteries and stuff like that. So I, I did my own murder mystery where I put a cop undercover, him and his partner undercover. Uh -huh. His partner gets killed undercover. So he has to find out who killed his partner. Uh -huh. While staying undercover and still trying to take down the person he's trying to take down, uh. but it, it's, it's a it's, it flips because he killed his partner. Uh. His partner was dirty, you know what I'm saying? But you would never know till you got to the end of the book. The whole book it's a he's chasing a ghost. Oh, okay. it, it's like so it was like yeah, yeah. So it was like once I figured out I can do stuff like that, I was like, yo, let's push the limits. Okay, that's a good point. Well, that's a good segue. How did you figure it out? Like, yo, I can do all of this stuff. I just did it. Like, nothing, like, kind of pushed you in that direction? You just had the idea, like, yo, I want to write a horror book, and you just, like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's dope. It was like, yo, like... And how many books you wrote before you got to thrill the horror and thriller? Uh, uh, it was two. So, it was, that was the third. 
that was a third release because I did I did a book of short stories called Soul Talk of the City. Uh. So that that was like Soul Talk of the City is uh, three different stories, but it's still it, it's come it's still coming to one because it's like these people are going to a therapist uh-huh. and they're telling their story, but the therapist got a story too. You know what I'm saying? So she tells story too. So that's how it was four stories uh. in one. That's okay. That's good. That's good. What do you get more pleasure out of? Is it writing books or making music? Uh, I, I, it's like a tie. Come on, man. Get, come on. Like it got, you got to you got to like one more than the other. Nah. Nah. I like both better than producing. Okay. I do producing out of like necessity. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, cause at the time. Nobody was doing beats. It was no instrumental CDs. Mm-hmm. If you went to a dude back in the day, they talking crazy numbers. Yeah, like, this was for the block. So it was like, nah, it's not doable. Yeah. So I got this, this uh, MCV Music Generator. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah. I think I had that on my PS1. Yeah, definitely. And I still got the PS1 in the, in the generator itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, two was ass. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make beats on my PS One. I was horrible though. That's how I knew I wasn't supposed nah, to was make nice, music. Yeah. If if you can do beats on a generator, you are you are dumb, nice, and fruity loops now, yo. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, I was horrible. That's why I was like, I need to find <laughs> something else because I can't make beats for shit. Nah, it's just out of necessity, man. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, because I wanted to, I wanted to, my group to keep moving, man. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was like, all right. Then once we found a producer, I kind of stopped doing beats. Uh-huh. But then again, I, I got back into it a little later on. And like now it's just like, again, out of necessity. Just like, you know, you can do it. So if you need to do it, you'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Like I produced the second project I dropped this year. I produced the whole thing. That's dope. Because it's like, I understand. I reach out like, y'all need this. And it's like, I got you. But uh-huh. it's like, I'm on the timeline. Right. So I get this done. Man, Mad Knox, he did the first joint. He, it's all the beats. And and how I'm doing it is, it's, it's five song EP. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's 60 songs total at the end of the year. So Knox just sent, he sent five beats. And I picked them. Mm-hmm. And I recorded it, mixed it, put it out. So the next time I reached out to a couple producers and I got you, work on, I got you. But what they sent, I didn't like or it wasn't something. I'm just going to do this whole thing because I know what I want to sound like. Right. So by now, I'm good like because everybody know what I want now. Okay. So I got a lot of, but it's still like, it's, it's out of necessity. Okay. Okay. That's, that's dope. So with your, with as creative as you are, does, um, does one feed into the other? Like. Does your writing feed into your music or does your music feed into your writing? Yeah, like actually writing, like writing books uh-huh. make writing rhymes easier. Because uh-huh. it's like, if I can tell a story in 300 pages, I know I could tell it, tell it in 12 bars. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's just the art of storyteller. It's just com- compact. Cause you can take one of my songs and turn one of my songs into a book, if you want to. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I feel as though like any great hip hop song you can turn 
consume. Um, it's been done actually. Tails. That's what tails is. Right. Right. So it's it's pretty much the same thing. It's just it's just a compact story over a beat. Mm, that's dope. Yeah, because that's um. Nah, and I I hear that in your music, like because the type of music that you make is very like story driven, like concept driven rather. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear your music, you you're you have substance, like you're rapping about something. It's just not I'm gonna come shoot your whole block up, and I got all these bricks and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for me to see your rhymes as a book, or to see like a scene out of one of your books as like a rom so that makes sense to me so i i can i can tell or i can see how the the writing would make your roms better because that is um i should salute you bro salute you for you to have 18 books out and then you gonna have 12 projects out you you are out here putting the work in for real for real yeah this this is the pandemic yeah, the so pan, the, you know what, the, the music, pandemic, man. The music that like they can't, cause it was like you like, couldn't do anything else. Yeah, and I'm just sitting, I'm listening, and what stopped me before, like I, I was featured on my man Boyhead project. Shout out to Boyhead. And he kind of got me back into it, and he was always like, "Yo, you need to rap, yo, you need to rap." And I'm like, "Yo, chill, you the rapper. Right, right, I'm just right. here for you. You know what I'm saying?" And then. One day I'm just home I'm listening I'm listening I'm like yo Started about Lil Wayne Lil Wayne went in the booth And just spit all his rhymes mm-hmm. After that he started over I'm like I might do the same thing But I'm just gonna Release this Like So some of the songs Not mixed Or they mixed How they mm-hmm. Wouldn't sound good In 2007 You know what I'm saying But then it It was like It created A new A new A new me And I think From Corner Store Conversations to this new project re it's like it was it's constant growth even though and at the same time if you play all the songs together it sounds like one project mm. so what is your sound now how would you define your sound now uh i think I, i'm underground i know i'm underground i want to be underground like and and that's it. I tell, I tell, I tell like street stories. Uh-huh. You know I mean? And the crazy, crazy thing is too. I'm telling old stories. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling old stories, and so far the music I put out has been based on one summer. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one. that's I'm it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. At the same, I, I talk about street shit, but I don't condone it. And at the same time, I tell you the consequences, and like I, I put you, I put you where you need to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be the best, nothing. I'm just telling you my my, my story. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, okay, you said something a couple moments ago that um, boys told you that. He wants you to rap, and you said, you know, I'm not the rapper, you are. What do you consider yourself as? I'm a writer. I consider myself a writer. Mm-hmm. Because I, I've I've accomplished more as a writer. So even, even I work for a label as a writer. I was, I, was, I was trying to get into that. So, so also, with Scythe, 
Saif is also a journalist. You you've written for who have you written for? Why am I saying I wrote it? For Sway's Universe, I wrote for the Jasmine Brand, I wrote for Double XL, and I write for uh, Tracy Mitchell. She she PR out out in Atlanta. She mm-hmm. moving. She moving like I even got some placing on This Is Fifty. You know what I'm saying? So so how how did that? I mean, I guess it's a natural progression as a writer, but what made you transition into, okay, I'm going to write about other music? It was, it was crazy shit. Like the year before, I said, yeah, I want to write for the Jersey Journal. Mm. And then I seen a, a Instagram. Sway said they had like an intern position. Mm. So I just applied for it. And prior to that, I had did an artist write-up for Double XL for, uh, like, freshman class. So, I used that as, like, this is what I do. And then I sent them, like, links to my books and shit. Mm. And then I interned. Out of 30 interns, I was the only one that was writing after the internship was over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it was like, yo, this is easy. This is just research and rewriting. Right. I don't gotta think about nothing. Like I don't gotta like you, you don't necessarily have to be creative. It's exactly. just it's just, just research and then and reporting the facts. Reporting the facts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Except if you're doing like reviews. Now, if I do a review, I never I never do a review on an artist that I don't like. Okay. If I don't like his project, I just won't say nothing. Yeah, because you don't know who you're gonna run to right. in this game. And you don't you know want to say nothing crazy. And at the time, I'm, I'm, yeah, writing, I'm writing for Sway. It right. was like, yo, all right, damn, this nigga put this badass review on Sway. Yeah, he was, to- he was talking crazy. crazy. Yeah, talking crazy. And I see him down the line, like, nah, you the one that. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, your album was trash. But I, right, right. it's like, even now, like, I don't report, like, I report on, like, good news. Like, okay. I even want to do a show called Good News. Where mm. It's like 30 minutes of just positive. bad shit happening. Yeah, positive. We need that because there's nothing but bad shit out here. That's what I'm saying. So even when I I, I report a death, I hate doing that. But mm-hmm. like, you have to. You know what I'm saying? But I don't go into their background. And if they, nah, like, we're going to keep it music. I don't care what you did outside of music. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got a question. Were you, did you like writing in school? Uh, No, I was a math guy. Really? That's, that's that's interesting. Cause most people like with, with your skill set, they were always like they're they're good in English, they're good in writing, good in reading, and things like that. So it's interesting that you said you was a math guy. Because uh, I told you I ain't like reading, yo. It wasn't did, that I did. couldn't read; I just didn't like it. I just cause it's I gotta sit. Math, you figure it out, right. and right. you can move on. Right, right. Reading is too much sitting, like. I know I had the ADHDs, D's, 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 you know what I'm saying? ADHD. So, they wasn't diagnosing that shit back then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, even, again, even, like, grammar school through high school, A's and B's, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know it if you walk in class, because it looked like I'm not doing nothing, but I'm just finished, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Even okay. high school, I wasn't learning nothing in high school, like, I literally learned nothing in high school. Like, I knew that shit. Right. I didn't learn it. Right. Like, I already knew it. 
and I was going to college bound program since since eighth grade. So we was doing like college type courses. So by the time I I'm in high school, like like I did this last summer. So you were always like a good student. Yeah. Okay. I just hung with the bad people. You know? it, that's that's usually that's usually the case. <laughs> you know that's I mean? usually the case. So it did. It, I look like one of them too because I'm chilling. Right. They ain't doing no work. I ain't doing no work. My work done though. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I didn't. Again, I didn't notice. I just thought. I thought they was doing what I was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Until I was the only one that graduated from the from the group. That's, a, that's, 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 so, that's wild as hell Like damn y'all ain't do y'all work That's crazy Yeah I was sitting there not doing a damn thing This whole school year that's This whole crazy. school year You talk with us all school year you, How? how? Like, I, don't, I don't know I thought we was all doing this together like, uh. But then as I get older I notice I only wowed out From the time I left home Till I got to school Lunchtime in the time from after school till I got home. Uh-huh. But as you young, you think you just wilding all day. Man, yeah. I was just sitting in class. I do my work and just sit down. Because huh. most of the peers, they was in the back bugging. Right. I always had to sit in the front. Huh. So I was a, like, I was a front seat nigga. Like, I can't do nothing in front seat. Yeah, you right there in front of seat. You can't do a goddamn thing. No jokes, no yeah, nothing. My mom, my mom was enough that. Like, yo, no, I want to sit in the front. Uh-huh. I was like up until like eighth grade. Like eighth grade, I ain't sitting in the front because my teacher, Miss Burroughs, God bless her dad, one of the greatest teachers in Jersey City too. Mm-hmm. She made us sit in the U. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like we were always like in the conference and shit. And she was like pro black and we had poetry in motion. We yeah. Had the, like she just she she was like to me the best teacher in the world. Yeah. It taught me so much and it was like. She told me I can do anything And I, that's how I feel right. I feel as though I, Show me once And I can do it like, Yeah I did all this shit With no no school really Yeah For you okay. For you to To get yourself published For you to have 18 books For you to have All these projects With no Major backing Is an accomplishment In itself Because Like you said People have these ideas But to execute them to actually follow through is a completely different story. Yeah. So it's dope for you and it's, it's commendable that you was just like, I want to do this. I did it. So now it's out. What's, what's the next thing? Yeah, that, that's always been my problem. Like, because I, again, I got 18 books. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people, if I tell them I got a book, whatever book I put out at the time, they'll think that's my first book. Mm hmm. Because I don't even promote after I release because I'm working on something else. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, same thing with this. Like, a lot of people don't know I'm dropping projects. But I'm like, I don't care. Once you find out I got one now, now go back and now you got all go of back them, and yeah. listen. But the, the purpose of, of this is to let people know, like, I, 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 I do rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I'm an artist. Right, but I consider myself uh, a, a writer, but I'm just an artist, all around. Like mm-hmm. I'm just an artist, you know what I mean? I still break the pen out, start sketching shit. Mm-hmm. It's just being creative, man. Like, I, and I believe everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. How do you, how do you feed your creativity? Uh, 
monitor what I watch. Mm. I monitor what I listen to, and I monitor who I be around. So, and just having an overactive imagination since I was a kid, mm-hmm. it's like, right? Like once I found out, like you can make a living writing books, it was like, yo, what? Yeah, why am I doing any of this other shit? A book like, ain't nothing but a long lie. <laughs> a long lie. That's funny. <laughs> who, who never told a story? Like you went outside and said exactly like how it went down. And how it that, that's a book. But see, that's not. That came natural to you, just from a God-given ability. But everyone doesn't look at it that easy. So for you to just have that talent, be like, "Yo, this is nothing." Like I know I can't sit down, or maybe I can. I don't know. But I know right now, writing three hundred pages sounds wild to me. Yeah, it, it does, but not not really, yo. Not really. It's not, yo. I do a book in a month, thirty days, chapter a day. You, you write a book in thirty days? Yeah, huh? my last six books I did like that. Yo, what's wrong with you? Actually thirty wrote, days. I actually wrote two books at one time. Are you all right? Just to see if I could do it, yo. <laughs> like that's because it was like, how do you get over writer's block? Start something else. So if I get stuck here, I jump back here. Mm. So I did pull me back and dirty sheets at the same time, just to see if I can do it. And once I did that, it was like, first writing shit is easy. Then I started pushing myself. That's when I started doing mm. the thirty days, one chapter a day. So if I tell you, yo, I'm about to put a book out and basically seduce the death. The book I put out on my birthday. Was mm. it my birthday? No, I put it out on Christmas. My bad. I put I put it out on Christmas. I did that book the month of December. I was finished by the twentieth. Uh. Edited it and had it ready for the sale on the twenty fourth. Uh. And that was because I bullshitted for about three months. You know what I mean? I had the first. I had the first page. It was like, I I know I want to put it out on, on Christmas. Ain't mm-hmm. about, no, I do it in 30 days. And the next thing you know, it's December. I said, oh, shit. Yeah, you got to get to it. You got to get to it. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's, that's. You making that shit sound easy, bro. But that is, that is. It is easy, That's yo. special, bro. It's easy. 30 minutes a day. Everybody got 30 minutes a day. You, you right. The numbers, guys. So, even though it's the, the literature that we're dealing with, it's still a math to this. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, th- and that's that's a very high level of discipline because that's a great point. Just breaking it down to math because thirty minutes a day, I can f- fuck off thirty minutes, no problem. You sit in the bathroom. You sit in the bathroom three times a day, fifteen minutes. That's forty-five minutes. Gone. Put your phone down. Yeah, word. Right. Or scrolling Instagram, looking at stupid shit. That's it. Okay, so that that makes me think. So you said you watch what you, we watch what you watch, you watch what you listen to. What do you listen to? What do you watch? That kind of keeps right. you on your square. Yo, I, I watch mad funny shit because life, cause life real. So I want to smile when I don't got to deal with life. So I watch funny shit in sports. Okay. And some martial arts because we all got to know how to kick some ass. That's right? a fact. That's <laughs> so a fact. That's, that's just life. That's basically it, yo. That's basically it. And to be honest, all I listen to is myself. 
Okay. Like now, at this point, because I don't want to be influenced by nobody. Okay. Because I used to call myself a chameleon. Like, I did projects with a couple people, and everybody was like, yo, y'all sound good together. Mm-hmm. It's because I'll... Whatever he do, that's what we doing together. You, you know, know how to adjust. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Right now, I don't want to hear nobody else. I don't want to hear another person bar. Like, I don't, because I don't want to be influenced by anything. And it's been like that for, like, as long as I've been creating music, I've been like that. Hmm. So. Now, did you have to work to have, because you seem to have this very high level of discipline. Did you have to work towards that, or is that something else that just came naturally? Uh, I definitely had to work towards it. I definitely had to work towards it because it was, it was, it was a controlled chaos. Like I kind of knew what I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing. Uh-huh. So I say, probably like five years ago, I figured it out. Like how to how to balance family, wife, kids, job. Then with dream, goal, business, things like that. It was like, I, first of all, financially, you have to support your family. Got to pay the bills. You got to do whatever you got to do to pay the bills. Pay the bills. That's first and foremost. I know I'm not in no position to get locked up. Right. So I'm not doing no dumb shit to take me away from my family. So I do what I got to do to pay my bills. Right. So it's 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I... 30 minutes a day, I'll write a book in 30 days or 30 minutes a day. It's 24 hours in a day, so it's always a way to do something. Even with these projects, now, it's five-song EP. I take two days to pick beats, one day to record, five days to mix. So, it's just it's just time. It's just, it's just kind of trying to figure it out to where it's though. You can do everything and still not miss nothing. I mean, because, yo, chasing the shit, I missed a lot, man. Like, mm. I missed a lot. A lot of family functions. A lot of, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like... But it's a balance. You can... You, you can... Well, you can do everything at once. Mm. Now, something's going to be sacrificed. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Something's going to be sacrificed. You know what I mean? But it's like... Now it's up to you to decide what you're willing to sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? What have you sacrificed? I sacrificed money. Huh. I sacrificed money because it's like I could be making. I, I could. Yeah, I promise you. Yeah, I probably had more jobs than the average Jamaican. Like I was. <laughs> anywhere, like, and I, I, I managed to cook at a high level mm-hmm. so I could be getting paid crazy bread but I settle for what I get now and you cook too yeah bro I do everything like, talented like, as fuck nigga yeah, literally damn. I do everything yeah. and that that was I, I learned I learned how to cook I, you know you know, mama teach you how to cook right, right. but I learned how to cook cook in the kitchen because I didn't want to be no dishwasher right okay. so I started out as a dishwasher but then my man put me on like yo you learn how to use a knife you become a prep cook right I watch them niggas use a knife I'm like oh shit that's like cutting paper on a cutting board right 
the chef asked me, like, you know, I use a knife. I'm like, yeah, never, never used it. <laughs> but I just did what they, what I seen them do. And it was slow at first. But then, like, as you keep doing it over time, man, I, man, I chop some shit up. So you you are you are a living testament of yo I can do anything. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. Yo, it's nothing. There's nothing that I can't do. Yo. That's dope. Because you gotta think that way. Yeah. I told my I tell my son that all the time, yo. And I, I be pounding that in his head, yo. Like I don't care what you wanna do. He said I wanna work uh, with robots for NASA. I said then go do that shit. Was was were your? Cause that's important. That's that's because I do that with my girls. Do you was that something that your parents did with you growing up, just instilling that confidence to where like yo nothing is beyond your reach? Nah, my pops left when I was five. Uh. He passed when I was sixteen, but he was gone, so it was like ah, it hurt, but it was like it wasn't like we was close, but it was like now questions I have he can't even answer. You know what I mean? Right, right. And my mom's was just a single mother, like, working, she cooking, and she don't got time to really mm-hmm. be there, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. even when I played ball, she came to, like, one game. I was happy so she was there, but it was like, I understand why you can't make it. Right. You know what I mean? You got a little sister, I mean, we got a little sister, she don't got no car, you know what I mean? So yeah, it was so like, I, I, I thugging it for so real. So it was like, I had to find my way, you know, and... and it just was crazy shit is I'm an introvert I don't like being around people mm-hmm. I don't like talking to people like mm-hmm. I just well thank you for being here <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yo I know how to turn it on and turn it off and right. it works for me like, I've been in rooms with people who didn't know like what I did at all I just won't say nothing mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then being in that same room again and somebody done told them now they talking like yo mm-hmm. bro, and why you ain't like yo because I'm not here for that right, like, right. you know what I mean I'm not here for that I went to um went with Keith and the head system of Pittsburgh they had like a little situation you know what I mean I did a little camera work for them and the whole time I'm just sitting there and the host was like uh you do camera work I was like nah not really <laughs> like, I just got a camera right right you know what I mean she like, so what you do? So once I told her what I did, she like, why you ain't say nothing? Be-? I'm uh, like, yo, cause I'm I'm here for them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I'm cool. I'm cool. You know what I mean? I, I wait my time. That's real. That's real. You 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 got a lot of fucking talents, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. you man, gotta, we all do, man. Yeah, you got a we lot all, of fucking talents. We all do. It's like you just gotta believe it. And you know what? And I want to kind of just explore that for a little bit because you having that, I guess, finding your way to make you to build up that self confidence. Like that is something that is um, is hard for people from our environment because a lot of times the situations like yours, like the same way, like my father wasn't around. My step pops ain't coming to my life until I was like maybe eight or something like that. But even when he was around and I love him to death, I just I jumped off the porch early. So I'm just outside running around trying to get it and learning that, you know, oh, I'm good at this. Or I'm good at this and believing that 
that's something that we don't have a lot in our environment so for you to just find that and follow through with that, that that's that's something that needs to be applauded because that's not easy because you know how many niggas fall into the trap and they get lost in the sauce and they never come back so for you to just be like nah i know what i'm gonna do i know what i want to do and i'm gonna stick to it that is that's commendable especially with you having so many different avenues that you could pursue you could do the music you could do the writing you could do the fucking culinary or be a cameraman if you want like a lot of people don't even realize i agree with you a lot of people do have a lot of skills but a lot of people don't realize how possible it is to pursue that to go to go all the way with it so i just want to shout out to you for that because that's real it's the work yeah a lot of people just don't want to work they think they think it's just gonna happen you know what i mean like they think it's just gonna happen and then a lot of times it's just coincidence like i didn't think i was gonna be acting or writing no films right like my man smash hits he had he had just got a camera and i smashed and produced for jim jones three six mafia mm-hmm. so he was like yo we had did like this like like a short film probably like three years prior first film i ever wrote it's called day off it's on youtube it, it was like but <laughs> he he had got a camera he was shooting. He was shooting videos, and one day, my man Dev was like, "Yo, why don't we shoot like this little five-minute short? Yo, I got a little idea." Uh-huh. And that shit turned into a nine-episode web series. That shit got like a hundred thousand views That's on dope. YouTube. So that shit, we had everybody in the hood, and that shit like, uh-huh. we, and this was the hood was going crazy. Uh-huh. We was going on different blocks, and niggas were like, "Yo, like, yo, we gotta hurry up because they out here bugging." Right, right. We ain't seen none of that. It was all love. When we came through with the cameras, it was all love. Like, and we parlayed that into my first movie. Like, mm. I actually wrote uh, the city. We had that shit at a cityplex in Newark, sold out shows. Like, and we had Jay Yorker. He, he starred in it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yo, sometimes it's just coincidence. You know mm. what I'm saying? Then from there. We kind of got the bug. We just start shooting. We got like no lie, twenty four trailers shot. Uh. We got four features shot, but we got one hundred and fifty scripts and we working them shits like yo. And we got we got a couple good situations on the table. I can't really speak of right now. Yeah, like, yeah, don't even gotta say nothing. Yeah, man, we done we done we done been through the ringer like like. It's only really been doing this for like five years. The dogs we got in, like mm-hmm. right now, my man Smash, he he worked for uh, Netflix. Lord. He doing uh, this movie called Rustin. Uh, Barack Obama, the former president, and Michelle, they got a ten movie deal through Netflix. Right. And he's working on the first movie right now. Like he's on set. That's fire. So it was like. Sometimes it's just coincidence. You just gotta be ready. Yeah, you gonna, and you're gonna be right there if they if they moving like that. Man, let me tell you something, bro. You know how many times I didn't know how to do something, but told somebody I know how to do it and just went and got it done. Look, man, listen, I'm an advocate for lying on your resume. Yeah, you Some, have to, yeah. Like sometimes you, you gotta tell to, people yeah. like, yo, I could do it. I ain't never do that shit in my life, but I'm a I'ma figure this shit out. I designed every book cover. 
in album cover except the first except gotta get out uh-huh. that was done through the publishing company but I designed all that shit myself that's fire bro cause it's that's like, fucking fire I could pay somebody but then I gotta wait right and you don't, don't wanna wait yeah you don't wanna wait that's real I hate waiting yo that's real that's I hate so, waiting so with 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 everything that you have going on I know you got the albums coming out every month. What's next for Scythe? I don't know, man. I got an NFT too, man. Oh, I got one too, bro. I'm out <laughs> yeah, here. I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, what's next? I don't know. But I'm ready for it. That's, that, you know what? That is a great answer. That's a great answer. Because, like, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Word. That's a great answer. Well, I know, I know it's going to be... Rest of the year is gonna be a whole lot more music, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely dropping another book. You know what I mean? Like, I might drop two so I can have an even twenty. Bless. Excuse me. Bless. So I might I might drop two so I can have an even twenty, but a lot of that, yo, I got I got something crazier than that, right? My first book came out 2007. My second book came out 2010. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I dropped the two. So, 2000, like, I want to say like 2014, I put out like six books. Shit. Because it was another author who put out like two books that year. And I was like, what? Mm. Put out two? Who do you think he is? <laughs> All right. I put out six books that year, yo. Word. So, Word. it's just, again, like, I don't know I think that competition Came from rapping mm-hmm. You know what I mean Yeah being on the corner That's it Being so on the corner Yeah Not trying to be better But I'm like Yo you gotta work But again Doing something like that That people realize Oh you a writer Yeah So yeah. That's get, dope bro That's a dope my, A lot of my shit Get lost but People will find it eventually Nah we gonna make sure All of your music All of your books all your creative endeavors is out to the public, man, because you're doing too much dope shit for it to go unnoticed. And that's why I wanted to bring you on here, because it's just like, I mean, I watch the social media, I see what you're doing, it's like, yo, fam, he, this man is working way too hard for, for people not to be paying attention. And I respect, like, I respect that. Like, I respect consistency to the utmost, and you have a shitload of it. And I want to show love, yo. Like, I, like, I don't really care about me I, I want to find the next me and save him 20 years you know what I'm saying right cause yo a lot of shit I learned like if I knew what I knew now then I would be in a better position but I like the position I'm in now cause mentally I'm good mm-hmm. physically I'm good like mm-hmm. no telling what would've happened if I'd have signed to Bad Boy in 99 cause we had that like we had that option yeah we performed for one is A&R's and like six months later these niggas found us on the block but they had just dropped the lock I mean the locks yeah, they was right. going through all that then you got niggas on the block saying yeah. yo no Diddy on some bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah it's a lot going on then we making a little bit of money out here we already got the chains right 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 so man fuck Diddy that's how we was on it mm-hmm. but that shit kinda helped cause who, who's telling what would have happened? You know what I mean. But I, I'm, I will say to you that you are helping that person, that young person, from saving them twenty years, like you said, because with your stories, with your music, like 
it's all like, yo, I went through this, so you don't have to go through this. Yeah, word. Like, all this can happen to you if you go down this path. Word. And we need more of that. We need people, especially in our community, we need people who look like us telling these stories because there's too many of us going down that path over and over again. So, so for you to show them, like, you could do that, but this is how it's going to end up, that's important. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean... You know, the music now is what it is, but we need that balance. We need people saying, like, yo, all of that is cool, mm-hmm. but if you keep going down that path, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And then you're also showing people that, yo, there's, there are more than one way to get it. Mm-hmm. You can get out of your situation. You know what I'm saying? You you like to draw. You you write. Like, that is those are talents that need to be promoted more because it's like you don't have to do this limited number of things. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do what society says you're you're predetermined to do no you could do whatever you want well, then a lot of people they just don't know like a lot of people like yeah, i want to do music but i don't know what i want to do mm-hmm. maybe you're not an artist maybe you're the greatest engineer of all time right just sit behind a board you know what i'm saying right. maybe, there's, there's nothing wrong with being a plumber bro there's nothing wrong, with being... wrong maybe maybe you have an ear for music mm-hmm. you know oh Damn, I told you this song was going to pop six months ago. Now look at it. Oh, that's an ear. Yeah, it's an A&R. So use that. Right. People just think, yo, you got to be a rapper. No. What I learned in this business was rappers get paid last. Yeah. You know what I mean? Artists, I got paid before they got paid. Yeah. Like, I got paid music money working other artists until the pandemic. You right. Know what I mean? Getting low streams, you know what I'm saying? Right, Not right. Big, but got a check from music I could say that and I got checks from music prior to doing music you know what I'm saying so again you don't just gotta be the artist you You can do more you can do more yeah and I think and I see that's the message you're promoting I keep pushing that message that and you can do it you know I I, you can I don't don't care what it is you you can do you can do that shit I don't care what it is Whatever it is in your head, you can do it. I'm living proof. That's I'm a living fact. Proof, yo. If I tell you the jobs I had, yeah, yo, yo, I wanted to be a bus driver. I, I didn't drive a bus, but I drove for Amcare, mm-hmm. which is a, like ambulance All service. Right. So I drove a mini bus. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a teacher. I worked at A. Harry Moore as a teacher's assistant for a couple of years. No, no college, no none of that. Shit. You sure you're not Jamaican, bro? That's what I be trying to say sometimes. <laughs> I gotta do my, you know what I mean. Then I wanted, to, I wanted to be a chef, so I right. got in the kitchen as a dishwasher. Then I made my way to... Um, you gonna fuck around being an astronaut in five years, I'm telling you. I said that one time. <laughs> Watch, you, know you gonna, be a, gonna fuck around and be an astronaut. Actually, 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 I want to get into politics. We could talk. I, I see I see that. Don't I look at me, happen. Frankie. Don't look at me, Frankie. You know what I mean? I see that happening, but I, it's like, I want to do politics my way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to... But I know in order to do something like that, you have to be somebody. So that's what I'm doing now. Like everything I'm working for now was just to help me get into politics. That's what I want to do. That's real. That's real, man. You, um, Saif, I want to thank you, bro. Like, you, you've, your story is incredible, man. And I'm, I'm like, no bullshit. I am genuinely inspired just at your mindset about how you just look at someone be like yo I'm gonna do that and then execute that's very inspiring bro and that 
just keep doing what you're doing, bro. You have my support. You know you got Frankie's support. Um, I want to thank you for even being so gracious with your time, bro. Cause this was this was super dope. I really appreciate yeah, this, I man. Thank you for inviting me, man. Like, it's this uh, it could be the first of many, man. Like, yeah, come on, man. Oh, it's always gonna be something to talk about. Man. Yeah, man. Do you know whatever, however this, this I can help. Per- that this perfect name for your podcast for the stress. You let you leave here stress free. You know what I mean? You get that, it out. That's that's what we try to. Do. That's <laughs> like, what we try to do. You come yeah. here, you listen to it, and you. Hopefully get inspired, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. Appreciate you, bro. Get the people your um social media, your projects, whatever, man. Uh, Tell the people where they can find you. I'm at Scythe360 everywhere. C Y P H three six zero. That's one word. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Scythe for two times, meaning once I go, I'm coming back. Yeah. That's just how I believe. Right. People be asking, why you call your school site 360? Because it's the same name twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, uh, I got projects out right now. Corner Store Conversations came out August. Uh, New Legends came out September. No. New Legends came out January. Mm-hmm. February was the site 360 project. March was re up. April, we got consignment. You know what I mean? We're going to keep working. Appreciate you, bro. And then, uh, new book, definitely. Untitled as of now. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely, definitely going to drop probably on my birthday. I'm going to drop a book and and an album on my birthday. The album on my birthday is called King. Okay. Because I'm a Leo. Oh, Leo game. Me too. Your birthday. August 10th. Oh, mine's uh, July 23rd. Still a Leo. Yeah, still a Leo. Yeah. All right, man. Cypher, I appreciate you, bro. Um, make sure y'all follow Cypher on all social media. Cypher three sixty. Read his books. Um, follow him on any of the hip hop media sites. Listen to his music, all of that. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate you, beloved. Up and coming artist. I'm sorry, up coming artist. And you want a little bit of press? I write for a, a nice little site. I'm always looking for some new people to write about, man. Come holler at me, y'all. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, man. It's no, it's no pay to play, man. Yeah, if I like you, I write about you, man. That's it. Real media shit. That's love, bro. That's love, bro. Frankie, you got anything? Oh, I'm sorry. I got one more thing. This is my man Jay Scholar in the building, right? His brother. He's the brother of PM Don. Shout out to PM Don. Right. They have a premiere of Unsung, a documentary airing on TV One. Yes. April 3rd. Yes. Show that some love. Let's go run that up. Yeah, run that up. Shout out to you, Scholar. Shout out to PM Dawn. Shout out to you, Scythe. Shout out to Jersey City. But um, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at IDT Code on, on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at So What Game CEO on IG for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend, motherfucking friend. Also, before we get out of here, the website is now live. If you fuck with the show, if you follow the show, the playlist for the stress podcast.com. Go in there, 
check it out. If you got any business, hit the form, holler at me. But um, what's what's for the stress this week? Let's see. Discipline for the stress. Gotta maintain discipline. Take 30 minutes out the day to do whatever you want to do, cause you can get it done. My man Sife is living proof of that. Thank you again, beloved. Appreciate you. Frankie, turn your shit off. <laughs> <laughs>